There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want to refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, no, no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. To the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk and streaming worldwide on our my talk app, I'm Jace. Lex is off today. Dawn's here. Kenny's here. Hello. Hello. On this Wednesday, July 14th, I just had to run. I was going to say you sound out of breath. <sighs> I had to run to the next room. Okay. Anyway, I'm in the studio today. It's good to be here. I haven't been physically in the building for about a year, so it's nice to nice to be back. Here and you had you got to open gifts that were in your mailbox from a year ago. <laughs> That's right. That people sent you and. They got the satisfaction of knowing you actually got your your package. Yeah, someone sent me a J.R. Ewing puzzle. (laughs) Another woman named Kate made me a crocheted Tiger King doll last year. Which looks alarmingly like Tiger King. Great. Yeah. I mean, oh. So the lesson is if you're sending me something, first of all, thank you. I'm eternally grateful. 
Uh, but don't send it here because I'm not here. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm at Fox We'll have uh, to daily. take a picture of that and um, uh, have Hannah put it on yes. social media it's in fin- case they don't get to the YouTube. Yeah. So, so thanks, Kate. I, uh, I appreciate it. That was a lot of time spent, and I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And it comes it. with a tiny tiger. And a little tiny tiger, too. <laughs> she didn't just make Tiger King. She made a little tiger, too. So <laughs> thank you very much. Um, so I have a couple more stories left over from vacation that we didn't get to okay. yesterday and, to, and earlier today. And there's only two left. All right. And uh, Red Light, Green Light, Episode 2, Marco Strikes Back, or Desperately Seeking Susan. Uh, Don mm. McLean, Kenny, which one first? Okay, so we're going to get to the other one tomorrow. Which uh, one has prob- more meat? Um, Probably... Uh, One's more funny and one is more uh, like sentimental and really good. Okay. Like nice. What would you like? Nice or a little funny? We could probably do both today, to be very honest. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Or 8.30. Yeah, no, do. good. Um, you might find this um, shocking. Maybe not. I really like that movie, Desperately Seeking Suits. Well, let's start with that one. Okay. Let's do that one. And then we'll do Funny at 8.30. And this one's just more, uh, this one's more, uh, just a story and uh, more sentimental. And that is, um, and I, I posted this, I mentioned a little bit about this yesterday, and I talked about it on the talk show, but... Um, this is really a story about our, our friend Susan, uh, from the Royal Hawaiian, uh, hotel who warned you about the crazy lady with the, the chihuahua, chihuahua lady. Yes. yes. The right. chihuahua lady. Okay, good. Um, Susan, uh, I couldn't wait. I, I couldn't wait to tell people about her because, uh, for, for many reasons, but the, the first and foremost, Susan, uh, has been working at the Royal Hawaiian for 40 years. Yes. What? 40 years. Now, if you to give you a visual, my talkers, because, uh, hello, it's radio. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I posted a picture of Susan uh, in the middle of last week with Colin and me. Um, and, and I posted on social media. She's the one with us. Um, beautiful lady in her Royal Hawaiian uh, pink uh, outfit. But anyway, Susan has worked at the Royal Hawaiian um, at the Royal Hawaiian Mai Tai Bar for 40 years. That's just unbelievable. Did she start there when she was 12? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and why this is cool, why, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, it's a, what, a bartender. Why this is cool is she was the first woman allowed to oh. work at that bar. Allowed. In 1981. Wow. 81? Yeah. Why so late? Allowed. The first woman Mm -hmm. that they let be a bartender at the Royal Hawaiian at that world famous bar. And uh, she has been there ever since. And the the reason um, the reason I love celebrating her is because you know these big corporations come in and they gobble up these hotels. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not. This isn't a rant about big corporations, but what happens is, uh, they go through forty different managers during somebody's career. Sure. And now Susan is to the point where all of the managers are twenty two years old. Oh my gosh! Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, 
and no one and 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 and, and look, they all have you know they're all they have great ideas. Nothing against youngins. Nothing against young managers. But uh, I I want to celebrate her because I don't think sometimes these corporations get so big mm-hmm. they they don't realize the best within their ranks. And they rely strictly on what's trending on TikTok or social media or anonymous reviews on Yelp. And I, I just, because we have these platforms and because she deserves, and because she's, she is representative of so many Susans. It's not just my personal story. But I just want these big corporations to know, people like me, and I think Kenny I and Don, you're, you're probably, I know, and I think you're with me. Mm-hmm. People like us, you all of you listening, there are a lot of damn places to stay. Oh, Colin, yeah. Colin and I, you know, we are, and, and you know how I feel about this. It's not braggadocious. Colin and I are, and I never take this for granted. As much as I joke about, you know, first class and flying and all that stuff, I recognize how blessed my husband and I are. Yeah. And I don't take that for granted. Now, mm-hmm. do I work? Yeah. I mean, I work hard. I mean, I have 80 jobs, but. I don't take for granted that we are very lucky. We do not have children. We have the luxury to do these trips. Mm-hmm. I say all of that because, to further my point, we could stay wherever we wanted. That's what I'm talking about. But why do you choose to go back there? Uh, we it's choose because- yes, because I, I, we could go to an even. We could go to a fancier place. Mm-hmm. We could go to a place with. Uh, high towers and, and whatever where nobody's gonna encroach on your chair yeah <laughs> we go there and i'm not kidding my main motivation is i can't wait to see susan because when colin when we wake up and we go down to the bar susan has a little reserve sign at the bar some of the days because mm-hmm. she knows what time we're going to be down there and and she set an alarm, a reminder on her phone, because we usually come to Hawaii during July, because I usually take the summer trip around the sure. same time every year. She told us this year, and I almost started crying. She goes, my timer didn't go off. I didn't know. I, I You surprised me. You're here a little earlier. She sets a timer to remind her when the boys are coming. That's pretty cool. And that, that service, that service yeah. that you're not going to hear about on TikTok or looking at some algorithm mm-hmm. or, or, or spreadsheets. And, and I just, I, I, I want to use her as an example. There's so many Susans around. It's true. But these big corporations, I, I, there are value in long-tenured employees like oh. Susan. Don't discount them because they, they've, they've been around for a while and, and you're looking at fresh new faces. No, mm-hmm. there's value in Susans. There are value. There is value in Susan's. Big value. I mean, she invested her life to be there. Yes. And this is going beyond wanting a generous tip. This is friendship. This is the bartender who sees a frequent customer walk into the crowded bar. And as soon as that person comes through the door, he or she is already mixing that person's cocktail. So by the time that person struggles up to the crowded bar, that bartender, that's friendship. That's not trying to get a tip. No. That's friendship. No. And that's what she's bringing. Yeah. And, And there are so many Susans. But, Kenny, you're absolutely right. I couldn't wait. You can ask Colin. I couldn't wait to get out of the taxi when we got to Waikiki. Uh, we I couldn't wait to get checked in. Yeah, we ran up to our room. We set everything down. 
I changed into shorts. I I was I was shake. I was so excited to turn that corner and get to that bar because I wanted to see if Susan was working. Yeah. And when she was working, I'm like, she's here because I it. It's not the hotel. Like the hotel is lovely. It I mean, is it is. It's beautiful. But there are a lot of pretty buildings. There are yeah. a lot of pretty hotels, and I just think it's awesome that mm-hmm. she is the was the first woman too. That she was the first woman to be. I love the word the allowed to work at that bar, and uh, and 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 she's a trailblazer. You also have a bunch of bartender friends at Disney too. That know who you are, that have actually come to Minneapolis yeah. to just visit. It's, yeah. it's precious. And I hope that um, some of those friends are still intact after the pandemic. They are. Still, they they are. are. They are. Yeah. Like the Tune In Lounge, yes. that place, and they all are. those ladies there. Yep. They're great because they're kind of like Susan's. Yep. You know, they've been there forever. And and I'll tell you, you know, Kenny, I talked about this with Shay, uh, our, our friend Shay Cab, because I took, Colin and I took Shay to the airport for this trip, sure. uh, obviously. No, um, Jason, Shay took you to the Oh, that's airport. right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. I'm sorry. Shay took us to the airport. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it, it is a tip that that we, uh, th- and this is a general tip for just general travel mm-hmm. that we always talk about on the podcast. And and I'm telling you, it works every time. And that, and, and, and that is, if we're going to be at some place for an extended period of time, and, uh, and, and we're going to return to a bar or a restaurant uh, mm-hmm. quite a few times. The first time, we always try to get friendly. We try to make friends with the staff, with the bartender. And I yeah. always leave a generous tip, a yeah. really generous tip on day one. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it brings, uh, you know, yeah. th- they feel appreciated. And then it go. Then what happens is, is what Kenny just said. Then when you return for day two of your vacation and you walk into that restaurant or bar, they mm-hmm. remember you. Yeah, and, and you, a good idea. And you, get, and you get a level of service and a familiarity for the rest of your trip. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, every single it's, time Colin and I do it. this, and, it, and it's worth it. It really does. It's funny. Shay actually brought that up on Twitter. And um, she, I think it was something along the lines of you wouldn't believe the doors that a $20 bill will open up for you yeah. when, you, when you're on vacation. And think about how you yep. blow $20 all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you go, Instantly. To, you go yes. to Chipotle and, you know, yeah. know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, let, let me buy this $80 t-shirt, you know? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's what vacation is for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and especially now when these service industry folks are being treated so shabbily mm-hmm. by so many idiots, it just... Colin and I were amazed. I, I I would have him call, but we have to take a break. I was amazed. Forget tipping. I can take this down one level. Fundamental kindness right. got us so much. He will tell you at Aulani when, when the second half of our trip, we were told by so many people. They're like, "Oh, you guys are back today," or "Oh, we really love you too." And I looked at Colin and I go, "God, I we didn't, didn't live here. We didn't do anything. <laughs> like, we didn't even do the tipping thing yet." And Colin goes, you know what it is? It's just basic kindness. Like these You're people looking are them treated in the eye and treating them like <laughs> yes. a human being because a yes. lot of people don't even look servers in the eye. Yeah, they don't. And I, so it's just I, I celebrating Susans of all kind, all mm-hmm. of you out there that go above and beyond still in this day. And, and, and now in this day when it's even harder because mm-hmm. you're dealing with more idiots Um I, you you should be celebrated, and if you work for these big companies, I hope they recognize, especially long tenured employees. Sure. There's value in, in in them. They're not disposable. They are not disposable. Eight eighteen. We got to take a break. We'll be back after this.
Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com this is a my talk dirt alert welcome back jason and alexis in the morning let's get caught up now because we are the home of everything entertainment with everything entertainment. And Elizabeth Reese in the Dirt Alert. Hi, Elizabeth. Well, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Um, okay, let's talk about Fergie. Shall we start with her? I just saw that cover. Is Did that what you? we were going to talk about? Yes, yes, the cover of People Magazine. So it's, you know, she's 61 years old. She has been through a lot of ups and downs yes. in her life. And she's in a cover story on People Magazine. And she says, um, that she is starting a new chapter at the age of 61. And here's what she says about it. It's like I've gotten out of my own, my own way. Oh, oh, I like oh, that. Oh, yes. I yeah. love that phrase. I like it, too. She said the Duchess is there. Good old Fergie's there, too. But Sarah is authentically present. Huh? Um, she said, I've really become Sarah. She uh, wrote her novel, her debut novel, called Her Heart for a Compass which is coming out on August 3rd, hence the People magazine cover story. And the novel is a coming-of-age story about one of her ancestors, Lady Margaret Montague Douglas Scott. That's right. This is like a... It isn't about her. Right. It's not about her. It's a novel. Um, It's a novel, but it's, I mean, so it's like based on a true person. She said, in researching her, I found out more about my own DNA, and I found that resilience and courage and sense of hope and optimism... Um, I am a full-blown Celtic redhead, and that comes with a great enthusiasm for life, great spontaneity, and also, you just fight on. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, You know, she and Andrew have a very, one of the most fascinating divorces, because I think they still live together. They do? For a Uh, long time, they they? did. Maybe they don't now, but (laughs) for a long time, they did. And, And they would just... I mean, I'm sure it's like in a palace, you know. Sure, so they're, they're like, not, I don't want to move out. Like you're in a townhouse in Apple yeah. Valley. I mean, you're like, you've got a lot of space. It's not a 1,500 square footer. Yeah. That might be a little awkward. A little but awkward. if you have a 15,000 square footer, I think you can make it work. Yeah. Yep. 
She's had a lot of, um, she's been dealing with the fallout from Andrew's association with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, that's got to be a big deal because, you know, he tried to cover it up for a long time and just not, he wasn't clear about his involvement. But then it became so clear to everyone because there was so much evidence. Yeah, and whatever scandal either of them has, they stick by each other. She said, whatever challenges he has, I will stand firm to the co-parenters that we are together. Mm, I mean, and their girls are in their 30s. Yeah, you don't have to do that. You don't have to really parent that much anymore. I mean, you're there. I guess you do, yeah. Yeah. I believe that he's a kind, good man, and he's been a fabulous father to the girls. Mm. Wow, that's... uh... I mean, it doesn't matter. There's not even, like, what he did was wrong. I don't believe in this. Yeah, she's not going to follow It's just, I don't care. I'm going to stand by him no matter what. Well... I mean, he hangs out with a real creep and is accused of sleeping with minors. What I guess that's your (laughs) cross to bear. Mm -hmm. I I don't mean to laugh. It's just I know you you have to. It was your delivery, uh, Elizabeth. It was you hang out with creeps. There you go. Uh, Kanye West and Arena Shaker are already cooling off. Anybody surprised by this? Nope. Not at all. This was a total publicationship. I got my tinfoil hat out of storage early today. Yeah. Ahead of my dirt alert with Colleen and Bradley. And there was no way that this was even really happening. This was just to like create buzz so that he it didn't look like he got dumped and oh. didn't have anyone else to go to. Oh my gosh, you're so Elizabeth right. Just cutting it today, I wonder if there was a an agreement, <laughs> I had coffee like yet. a verbal agreement, like "Hey, I'll help you out. Yeah, you help me out. Yeah, you know." The source saying to page six, she likes him as a friend, but doesn't want a relationship with him. So we've apparently reverted back to seventh grade. Okay. I really, you guys, the coffee's brewing, just so you know, in case you want to know about my mood. It's Uh brewing in the French press right now, but I wasn't ready. It wasn't ready to pour. So you want this over so you can go get it. I mean, you only have a minute. Don, that's what I'm hearing too, actually. Uh, You have a minute and 14 seconds. I'm really glad that you read through that, Don. I saw right through. And I did you also notice, Don? Yeah. Elizabeth couldn't just say coffee. She goes, my French press. It's it's coming out of the French press, girl. Very fancy in the French press. Meanwhile, Elizabeth, Kenny, Don, and I are drinking Sanka. Sanka. That's what we're enjoying right now. You you might be too young for Sanka. Do you know what that is, Elizabeth? No, I don't. Oh, you don't, Elizabeth? Is it like an instant coffee It thing? is. Yeah. It's instant coffee from the 80s that we all had in our cabinet, and it would get hard as a rock. Hard as a and rock. And you'd have to, like, chip it out. Yeah. No. Oh, they're, and Elizabeth, they're made, it's made with nuclear crystals. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody knew what those crystals were made out of. It was brown, but they would shine. <laughs> they would it shine. It was like they got it from the moon. Yes. Oh, that yeah. is very funny. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's caffeinated? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it probably has uh, arsenic in it, too. I, we don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. it doesn't. So much bad they still sell Sanka, there, but yeah. um, no. They do? I think they're still Sanka, yeah. Do you Didn't... ever like that coffee that they serve in New Orleans that with that chicory root? Oh, absolutely. The, uh, that they uh, sell from the Cafe du Monde. You I can like get that. that at Whole Foods. Yeah, you can, and I like that coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never had it outside of Cafe du Monde, so I can't tell if I would... See how fancy I am? Look, the only look, place I drink that coffee. You're killing me today. Cafe du I love it. I know, I'm at my worst self when I'm in traffic or when I haven't had coffee yet. So that's what you got today. It's fine. You're now, the best. Stick around for your spot, okay? Yeah, I won't go anywhere. Oh, I have to hold myself down. Hold right there. Right there, Elizabeth. Don't go anywhere. You can watch Elizabeth today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Uh, we'll be back with Red Light, Green Light, Episode 2. Stay with us. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide 
on our My Talk app. I'm Jason Matheson. Alexis is off today. She's off for the rest of the week, enjoying some time with her family. Dawn's here. Kenny's here. You're here. Uh, thank you for being here on this Wednesday, July 14th. Uh, okay, one more story uh, from uh, my my from my uh, two weeks in Hawaii. And uh, that story is called, uh, I named it, um, where is it? There it is. Red Light, Green Light, Episode 2, Marco Strikes Back. <laughs> you have to give a background yes, about Red Light, Green absolutely. Light first. <laughs> so Red Light, you know, because we do these vacation paloozas usually when we come back. And, 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 and I, I, I love it uh, because uh, it's it just, we usually get ourselves into trouble. And Colin's actually calling uh, Don oh, to participate. Sure, so we'll sure, get sure. him on the line, too. But a little uh, a little background on the red light, green light. So this is one of the stories from a past vacation that y'all seem to really like and resonate. And I get comments about it all the time. And that was about four, three, four years ago. We were in line at Disney World and there was this couple with two kids and um, we were in line with them for a good hour. And they implored uh, they employed a, a tactic with their children that I want outlawed. And that is instead of just telling them to stop or get their ass over here, they would do the following. <laughs> red light, Amelia. Amelia, red light. Red light, Amelia. And then when they, when they would let the children move, she, they would go, okay, green light, Michael. Green light, Michael. <laughs> Kenny's face right now is... And, oh, and oh. Colin's on the phone. Hi, Kyle. Uh, hold on. Yep, there he is. Hi, Kyle. Hi. Remember red light, green light? How could he forget? How could I ever forget? Yeah. Um, and back per usual, back me up. I'm not exaggerating with the frequency of how many times we heard this, right, Kyle? In, in line, um, constant. <laughs> now, what were you in line for? Mine. Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Okay, back in the day when you couldn't get a fast pass for it or any okay. of that, and you know it was a brand new ride, so it was like two, three hour wait. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. So we're in line with. The, these folks and it's just constant and again instead of just saying i told the story the first time and colleen lindstrom uh wonderful mother uh texted me and she was oh yes i have friends that use this technique oh and as a parent this the red light green light thing is used to mock who's ever driving the vehicle like I get from the back seat and yeah. from the seat next to me. Green light, dummy. Yeah. Shut up and go. Yeah. Or, red light, you idiot. Red light. Yeah. That's, that's how you play the red light, green light game. To mock. So, so, so ever since then, we really haven't had a companion story to this. Mm-hmm. Something that is just repeated and repeated that just drives us crazy. Until this week. Oh, God. Now... And I don't know, Colin and I have tried to figure this out. We don't know why all of a sudden this was a thing. But we heard Marco Polo (laughs) 4,271,211 times on this trip. Oh, not by one family. No. Because they're trying to find their kids? Multiple families in the pool. Oh, yeah, I have yeah. never on one trip heard or seen more people play Marco Polo. <laughs> Which is so dumb and irritating. It, it is. It is. No one really likes it, do oh, they? Well, oh. everybody on our trip seemed to like oh, it. Oh, God. Colin, am I right? 
Well, and to be fair, a lot of it was children playing the game in the pool. Yeah. Okay. But like we said, I didn't realize in 2021 that that was still a thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. It seems so. like 1950s. And totally. And and <laughs> Colin being Colin, which everyone loves, uh, Colin started analyzing the way these children were playing. <laughs> so here's here's what I did as a kid. Play, play, play. I know it's annoying. Yeah. You know, you just constantly hear Marco Polo, Marco Polo all day long. And I'm like, no. So when I was a kid and I would play this and I realized how annoying it was, I said, like, you can, when you're it, you can only say Marco like eight times. So use your eight oh. Marcos wisely when you're hunting for yeah. people. The key yeah. to that game was silence and stealth. You want to listen for the other people in the pool, <laughs> not just constantly yell Marco Polo. And so, yeah, that, you get that did eight. not work in 2021. Oh, no, my god! Because that's what was annoying about <laughs> this is we must have had five or six sets of families or kids play this. No. And what it was was this. It, Colin, help me out here with the, how uh, Marco. Okay. Polo. Marco. Polo. Marco. Hello. And it was constant. That is not I mean, even okay. Non, no, wasn't it? Colin, Colin and I were sitting there and it would go on for 25 minutes of just, and they would say it in such repetition that it wasn't even a game. Like it wasn't even fun because yeah. there's no skill. It was there. Oh God. I, and again, we just didn't know this. People still play Marco Polo in 2021. I, I, oh, I just want what I want to solve this is that all the parents, like parents in the '60s, they would have gotten up together and said, "Knock it off!" Yeah, <laughs> like to right. other kids, they'd be like, yes. "No more of this yes. game. We want to drink <laughs> our cocktails and pass yeah. out. Oh Don't God, kill each so other." Right. We need to go back to the day where strangers will discipline other people's kids. <laughs> yeah. That's what we need. That's what this world is missing. In and that stranger is Colin. <laughs> yeah. Carl, we've elected you, Colin. Colin, we also heard the story about you taking over the lawn chairs that belong to you and stretching out. <laughs> I have no problem taking back what's mine. That is right. You paid for that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. That's great. Yeah. Real, a real quick uh, <laughs> recap on that. These the This woman and her family took over chairs that Colin had waited for and we had paid for. And she threw our stuff down and took control of our law of our beach chairs until I went out there, and then Colin went out there and stretched out <laughs> to prevent her from setting up her, her stuff. And I didn't hear your story. Did you mention the part where she started um, mumbling in Portuguese, and I couldn't quite understand because it was different enough from Spanish that so I couldn't hear what she was saying? Yes. I said oh. she was talking about us in Portuguese. You were pretty confident yeah. she did not like us very much. Colin, I know uh, yeah. you, have a, you have a successful career um, already, Colin, kind of doing what I'm about to suggest. But <laughs> the next time I go on vacation, can you go with? I just want you to handle <laughs> oh virtually everything. Yes. Yeah, This is akin to when you go to Jamaica um, and you go to Negril or whatever, you get hounded by the locals because they all want to give you something. So the key there is when you go to Jamaica, you find a local and you hire that guy to stay with you your entire stay. He keeps everybody yeah. away. He keeps you supplied with everything you need. Colin, I think you could do that for a living. Oh, God. <laughs> You're a, you would be called a vacation producer. 
It would yes. be fantastic. <laughs> yes, never leave my side. Oh, ever. Uh, he look. You've oh. invented a new job for me. Oh my God! It would be so successful. Seriously. Jason, you, oh, you got to start writing him a check when you go on vacation. Oh, oh no! Simple as that, Jason. <laughs> oh, believe me. I mean, I, everything he handles everything. Yes. What's 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 the rule in our marriage? What's what do we say in our marriage? You buy, I build. <laughs> Yes, that's awesome. That is awesome. So, Jason writes the check, and I take care of everything else. Yeah, and you're it. okay with it. that, right? You, yeah. you seem to enjoy it. Yeah. You, he said, you like it, don't you, Kyle? You enjoy that. Oh yeah, that's oh I. Yeah, because you that. like to be organized. You're just like me. You want to be uh, places early. I just uh, traveling with them is great because it's my style. Things are planned out. Well, and that's how that CBS story that he told like made me sick because I'm like, oh my god, I yes. like to plan this stuff out and not knowing, getting a hundred percent certainty that this is going to work. Sure, I'm calling like the state of Hawaii and calling CBS <laughs> corporate, and no one can tell me that they're going to accept the this COVID test. test. And I'm freaking yes. out. Yeah, oh. well, we're not out of time, but I have so many questions. Could you adapt to my way of traveling? <laughs> I like to, especially for road trips. I like to play in, stay in places that I don't have reservations, especially if I'm just on the road. Oh. I'll roll into a town around 4 p.m. and just wing it and try to get a hotel Here's what room. He would or do. I'll, I'll he... schedule it on the road. Could you adapt to my way of doing that? <laughs> so I, don't I mean, as long pressure. as you're not picky on your accommodations, I can handle whatever. Cool. He, but cool. he might call in advance just to make sure that they have. That's all right. That's and yeah. then you wouldn't I'm know. I'm going to be doing it. all the research. Yeah, I'm going to be looking online and be like, okay. Kenny, why don't you call the Holiday Inn Express off of the 494? That's <laughs> so perfect. Oh, goodness, that's so perfect. Even though he knows that they have vacancies. <laughs> Just so that's that awesome. Colin won't get stressed out. Yeah. Yep, I can't help it. Yeah. Colin, in our last 30 seconds here, I was touching on Susan and talking about just the service industry. And, 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 and I ended with what your observation was about the fact that when we were at our last resort, people kept remembering us. And you made the point of it must just be the fact that there is such a deficiency of common decency recently. Did I phrase that right, Kyle? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, you've been reading the headlines of tourists in Maui, especially, that are just, like, running people over because they don't like hearing no mm. and, you know, ignoring rules and all that stuff. That So I think if you're a decent human being and mm. you follow rules and you, like, we make eye contact, use someone's name, ask how their day's going, say please and thank you, like, it goes a long way, sadly, in this day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Kyle, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 We're going to take a break. We'll be wrapping things up right after this. Now, it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. When a man falls out of your boat and into the water, you should yell, man overboard. Now, what should you yell if a woman falls overboard? Full speed ahead. (laughs) This has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. (laughs) The great Paul Lynn there. Jason and Alexis to the morning on My Talk, streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. Alexis has the day off. Uh, Actually, the rest of the week off. Uh, Dawn's here. Kenny's here. You're here. Thank you. Getting ready. Uh... Right after the show today, I'm actually in studio, uh, heading over to Parade Stadium in Minneapolis. My talk show will be live out there in front of a live crowd. 
I can't wait. I'm so excited. I haven't been in front of an audience in yeah. 16 months. So uh, if you're ootin' a boot today and you can make it, you don't need a ticket, all ages. If you're off today, go down to Parade Stadium. There's parking. It's a nice stadium right there by the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis. Mm. Uh, try to be there by like 930, and then the show's live at 10. So uh, the rain's going to hold off. So it's a, the show is going to go oh, on. absolutely. So. You're, you're fine. And believe me, if you can't make it, do not miss the show today. Uh, I showed Dawn. We have um, our open today. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so cool. What? Um, oh. They changed the open of the show. Let's just say, oh. Kenny. Um, um, For it's, today. It's basically Broadway. It's basically uh, Minnesota Broadway. So that's, good. That's all I'm going to say. I'm shedding an alarm yep. right now. 10 a.m., Kenny. I love it. Yeah. You're always right at the, the top. hardware store. Right so at the top. Be- Yes, I'll either be here or over in the hardware store. Yeah, you do not. <laughs> you do not want to miss it. Trust me. Uh, Don McLean has today's jump the shark. Every day we name a person, place, or thing that we're sick of that yeah. has well literally jumped the shark. Fire yes. up the boat. I'm jumping the shark. 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 It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was dump a mundo. <laughs> Okay, Megan Fox kind of forgot that she was a mom. Sorry. Uh, I don't like to mom shame, but uh, it has nothing to do with the fact that she makes out in public with her boyfriend, Machine Gun Kelly, and they are very close. Open mouth. Oh, my gosh. They have their tongue's out. His tongue is black in this picture. That's not what I'm talking about. You be as freaky as you want to be. But when it comes to admitting on Jimmy Kimmel Live that you've done a hardcore drug... With your new boyfriend, what are you doing? She went on a um, drug trip. She took a potentially dangerous hallucinogenic drug. If you know what it is, it's called ayahuasca. And it's something that um, it's something that tribes used to use, Native Americans, to go on vision quests and things right. like that. So, you know, there was an episode of Baskets that was pretty funny where he took ayahuasca oh <laughs> but um so basically um they went glamping it's more than like more than peyote yeah it's a it's a big deal it's it's okay. like a, a poison and you have like this sort of drug trip that opens up your mind and all of that Keyword. stuff poison keyword it's poisonous poison. yeah, yeah for sure yeah. um and, and you know this is done you can go on these little excursions and do this and whether or not it's illegal in california i i don't know but it's also known as a drug called dmt you have like a i actually researched this because i wrote it into an episode of a tv show that i was mock writing for in school so i actually know a lot about this drug you have a five minute trip where you completely like leave your body and you see God, you see the I'm mysteries that you that. think that you're oh seeing goodness. the mysteries of the universe. You see, yeah. it, I've seen it all that. completely. <laughs> it is a complete. You're just like comatose, and like you're having this trip where nobody, you're not inside your body, you're not there, and so people, it's extreme, and I don't think that she should be doing that as a mom. Of little no. kids. Uh, maybe I'm being too judgy or really a prude here. But no. if you could do something where you die and you're paying for the danger, like on Hill says, yeah. and it's something that can cause extreme changes in your perceptual awareness and affect your future and your 
I mean, she said that she journey her journey involved going to hell for eternity. And it was incredibly intense. And she came back out of it. And she said that she realized in the drug trip that eternity was so big that her ego didn't matter. She had to do that to find that out? Like... Oh, I set my alarm for the wrong time. Oh my god, that's that my sounded Jason like that scared a me. That's Kenny. Kenny set an alarm to that remind him about like my we talk were show. Go into the drug trip. <laughs> I was like, let's I make didn't that nine, Let's make that nine fifty-five, <laughs> not eight fifty-five. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> oh god, that's oh great. My hey, I appreciate it though, Kenny. And that's I know, very you know, out there, I'm sure there are people listening that have done it and all that stuff. They're like, oh, it's not that bad, but it's the fact that she's talking yeah. about it on Jimmy Kimmel and yes. she has kids. Yes. Yeah, I'm. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. We're, none you of us are prudes on the show. None of us are prudes, okay. but <laughs> I would agree with you on that one. Okay. That's going to do it for us. Don and Steve coming up next. If you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. You be you. Be yourself. Uh, just pause if you're a parent and think about what you're doing, maybe. There you go. We'll see you tomorrow, friends. Bye-bye. It's a beautiful day.